Just takes a little effort, we can work it out. These things go hand in hand, know what I'm talking about. Can we have one without the other, one without the other, yeah. One without the other, one without the other, yeah. We made it through the test, strengthening love and sex. We made it through the test, strengthening love and sex. What's going on, everybody? We are back. We're back. Man, that last episode, like Dr. Dre said, time for the next episode. The last episode was amazing. We talked to the Lopers about being blended and winning. And hopefully, if there's some married couples out there that are are trying to put together two families, you need to catch that last episode. It will bless your life. Tonight is no different. We're going to talk about CPR for your marriage. Baby, is there ever a time where you saw a marriage that needed some CPR? Oh, oh my gosh, yes. Total restoration, total renewal. So many couples that have really been in need of that CPR. And we want to give you some some things to think about uh, so that you can come to our conference. And we got this conference coming up on May 19th, uh, I believe May 18th, 19th. And you want to be a part of it. But tonight, we've got the experts in the building <laughs> who've been going around the country, around the world, teaching on this subject on CPR for your marriage. So we want to welcome back Joaquin and Stacey Loper. All right. Welcome back, y'all. Part two. Yes, part sir. two. Yes, sir. What We're you going to do? <laughs> y'all, help us out. Why is it necessary for CPR? For some of the marriages, what are some of the characteristics of a marriage that's in need of CPR? A marriage is going through a like a medical emergency. Mm. Like you guys can't communicate with each other. Mm. Nobody is implementing any type of action. There is no date nights going on. You're passing each other like ships in the night. Wow. I have one word. Neglect. Neglect. Mm-hmm. Neglect. And I mean on every Every, every area of your marriage can be neglected just from pride, mm. um, immaturity, yeah. ignorance of our marriage, not having anyone teach you this. And it starts from the beginning. I think every marriage needs to start out with CPR. Mm. But I think it's a different, it's a, it's a construed viewpoint of what marriage is about. When you get married, you start over. And mm. people don't realize that we're looking at each other as two grown individuals but we're not grown in the sense of husband and wife. So if we don't start out with CPR, you're gonna need it eventually. Yes, and CPR stands for Christ Procedures for Resuscitating Your Marriage. Mm. That's Mm. what it is, it's Christ Procedures. And when we don't start out knowing what those Christ Procedures even look like, Mm. we're, we're leaving our marriage on the floor gasping for air. Wow. Hence, why we have it. We, we were flatlined. <laughs> Baby. You're one. And I didn't want to do the compressions. I didn't. I wanted the choke. I just, I. <laughs> I wanted to choke. Y'all tricky, you know. <laughs> you know what's crazy is y'all talk about that. This image comes to my mind. We just, we were able to go see the movie premiere for Big George Foreman. Got to go see it. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I'm not spoiling the movie because this, if you know George Foreman, you know this happened in his life. Mm-hmm. He died on the table. Oh, wow. After a fight, when he was 28 years old, he literally died on the table after he lost his fight. Mm-hmm. And he came back to life and he said, Jesus is in me. I got I to go get in the shower. 
his team thought he was dead. He, and he says, I was dead, but God brought me back to life. And I think a lot of people don't know their marriage has flatlined. That's it. Ooh. A lot of people don't know they did. Yeah. They, mm-hmm. Was that was um, movie Sixth Sense? Y'all remember that movie back yes. then? Yes. yes. I see dead people walking yeah. around. I see dead couples. Yes. We see it all the time. Walking around. They No PDA. Yep. No. No public display yep. of affection. No. No date nights. Mm-mm. Communication non-existent. Non-existent. They just don't know they did. Because they get used to. Yep. They normalize it. Yes, they normalize it. Oh, we have sex once every two months. What the? Child, please. When was the last time y'all been on a date night? Oh, we have kids. We don't have date nights. What? Come on now. What is your viewpoint on date? Man, we we go through the whole spectrum Mm -hmm. of why you're marriage needs CPR continuously. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's the problem. We get to a point where we think, I have it under control. Mm-hmm. And you don't love her differently every day. You don't love him differently every day. Give that person CPR before they need it, for real. Mm-hmm. And when you talk about those compressions, you think about where your hand is placed in a real CPR mm-hmm. you know, situation. Your hand is pressed where the heart, because you got to get the blood to flow again, mm-hmm. right? My Lord. All right. And when you are doing those compressions, then what are you doing to your spouse in a CPR situation? Mm. Okay. You are getting their heart. You're getting them to breathe again. Mm. Okay. Because when you do the compressions, you got to come back. And then what you have to do, you got to breathe air. You got to open up the airways so that that air can get down to give the heart the oxygen that it needs. But y'all know what most couples do? They're taking the oxygen away. They're not speaking life into their marriage. They're speaking death because they feel like, well, you should know what to do. We've been married 10 years. And and that's a statement that really intrigues me, but it also kind of infuriates me Mm. when people say you should know. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Who I met 18 years ago, almost 20 years ago, wow. Mm -hmm. I, there is no way that she could, our marriage could sustain off the, the love or lust, lust. we had then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To make 18 years. Right. Yeah. yeah. I've had to relearn her, revisit knowing her, and get to know her on a whole nother level in order to even be able to give on CPR. One That's thing the doctor asks you when you go to the hospital is they say, what is your background? Mm. You deal with anything from your family's past? My Lord. Mm-hmm. Your past. Mm-hmm. So if I don't know your past and even what you're dealing with now, how can I treat you when it's time for me to speak life into you? Better you better talk, man. Yeah. Or to help you breathe again. Mm-hmm. You know, I was talking to my dad today. He's going to have um, uh, another surgery, uh, a knee surgery. Okay. And I said, Daddy, how many, talking about body counts, I was like, Dad, how many, <laughs> how many surgeries have you had? Wow. And he said, well, son, I had two hip surgeries. I had a hand surgery. Oh, I had a procedure on my heart. I said, I need to know because... We share the same genetics. Right. Mm. So I'm trying to anticipate, and he said something key. He said, well, son, my body's been through things yours didn't have to. Because he was in the I war. went to the Vietnam War. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, but what's true in the physical is also true in the spiritual. There are genetic tendencies that follow us into our marriage yes, that we're not aware of. Mm-hmm. So if your daddy was not a great communicator, Chances are you might not be a great communicator either, but it doesn't mean that you can't learn to be one. Right. Mm-hmm. Somebody hit me up on one of our podcasts. He says, how do I communicate when I'm, I'm, I'm bad at it? 
I said the whole point of communication is to understand the other. And so you want to make sure that your wife understands you. But when you're in a marriage or relationship where the communication has ceased, that relationship is in danger of dying. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And if you don't, as you said, they resuscitate, put those compressions on it, and that takes intentionality. Absolutely. Yes. That takes intentionality, and it's going to hurt. Mm -hmm. Oh, mm -hmm. come on, talk about because that the part. Pressing, yeah. gonna hurt. The pressing is going to hurt. The pressing hurt. hurts. Yes, it hurts. And, and like you said, it's intentions, but it's also accountability, too. Accountability. Mm -hmm. And that's what you're doing when you're, you're like, baby, this is the way I need you to love me. Yeah. And then your husband or your, your spouse is going to say, this is the way I need you to love me. Now, what am I going to put into action now? Okay. Or one of the best things I ever told my wife in our marriage that got us to grow. I don't even know how to do this. I don't know. I don't know what it looks like. I don't know what you're talking about. Hence is why we've been in counseling and coaching ourselves for 13 years. 13 years. Or a 15 year marriage. But I'm not doing this by myself. Mm-hmm. No, nice. I need people. I need people to, to uh, hold me accountable yeah. and talk me off the ledge sometime when I'm telling myself something that I just can't see. Mm. And that's a great segue into when you're in a medical emergency, you call 911, right? Mm -hmm. The operator or whoever's on the line is going to say, do you know CPR? Mm. Okay. Mm. Because before the paramedics arrive, if you know CPR, they already want you to be giving administering, yeah. administering yeah. CPR yeah. in that situation until the medical help that you need can get there. Mm. If you are not, if your marriage is not undergoing marriage counseling, you need to get it now. Yeah. Get it now. Yeah. Whether you are in a great place in your marriage, marriage counseling is critical. Essential. It is essential to truly maintaining a healthy, yeah. successful, loving marriage. Yes. And let no. me say this. I apologize. Go on, go on, go on. Marriage counseling is not to tell you how to live your marriage. That's mm. it. It's not. I, I never want to be able to come across as telling anyone how to live their marriage. But what I can assure you that we can do is give you a different perspective on how to look at things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Different way to how to try things, try different right. things. Mm -hmm. It's amazing, we'll try different things in every, every other area of life, but when it comes to our marriage, we have it all figured out. Yeah. When you think about Tiger Woods, one of the greatest golfers that ever lived, he has a coach. Mm -hmm. When you think about Michael Jordan, the greatest basketball player yes. ever lived, yeah. he had a strength and conditioning coach. Yep. Every one of the greats has a coach. So it baffles me when I hear men say, can't no man tell me what to right. do. Mm -hmm. When you get to that place where nobody can tell you what to do, you're already dead. Yep. Mm -hmm. You know, yep. we have to be able to receive tools to make our marriage better. And I think there's a lot of people out there who want to do better. Have y'all ran across any couples in your marriage that, that are existing in sexless marriages? So many. Oh <laughs> my Talk about God. that. <laughs> It's, it's actually sad, it, it really is, because this is the truth of the matter. It may be sexless now, but when you all met each other, it wasn't sexless. Right. right. Mm -hmm. So how is it that you pull me in with something and now you don't give it to me? Yes. How, why are you holding me hostage to something that, truthfully, I deserve? Especially Jesus. if I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine going to the, the, the nursery, the garden, and buying all of these plants, mm -hmm. beautiful plants, bringing them home, putting them in the corner, 
but you never water them. They're going to die. Mm -hmm. They're going to what? They're going to die. They're going to die. Same thing in a marriage. Mm -hmm. If you don't water each other yes. in communication, mm -hmm. yep. in sex, you are committing marital suicide. Mm -hmm. yep. There's no way a husband and wife can be together and not be intimate. Paul even talked about do not deprive one another. That's it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You have to continually pour in. And we, we teach this, I don't know what you guys teach, but we teach at least three times a week Yes. Mm -hmm. for a healthy marriage. You need yes. to be making love, yes. having sex, at least. I told my married folks Sunday, I said, all the married people stand up. And they all stood up. I said, I got to tell y'all this. This is from the Lord. It's a sin not to get it in. <laughs> I love it. I'm feeling it. It's, yeah. it's, 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 it's Paul, Paul says, do not deprive one another except by mutual consent. And even if you don't, if you want to be holy and say, I, I want to fast and pray. But he says, okay, do that, but do it for a little while. Yep. Because if not, the devil can come the in. Devil the can devil can in. smell a sexless marriage. Amen to and, that. And I always honey. tell people, when we talk to our marriage couples, I said, I asked them one question. I said, Hypothetically, if you all were to part right now and meet someone, hypothetically, two years from now, guess what you're going to do with other person? Have sex. Mm -hmm. yeah. So why are we doing it now? <laughs> and, and for our marriage, we've had it set up for years now, 36 to 48 hours, tops. When my wife came tops. and told me that, I said, I know Jesus told you that. <laughs> told her, say that again. <laughs> I know Jesus hours. told you that. 36 to 48 hours. If, we have, if I have not been with this man or this man has not been with me, oh, baby, it's time you need to meet me in the bedroom. Yeah. yeah. And this you, is you, the, you need to. And that's what, we, that's, that's what we call a healthy marriage from us. Yeah. Because we're communicating with each other all the time. We talk about our finances, and a lot of couples don't talk right. about that. So we talk about that in CPR as well mm. as we teach them and help give them the tools that they needed. You all need to be having constant communication on what these finances look yes. like. Okay, and then what sex looks like, baby, how, how often do you need it? Mm -hmm. Okay, I can take it, you know, this many days, I mean, this many times a week, but I know that I got to make sure I satisfy him. And of course, our husbands are going to want it far more than we do. Absolutely. Okay. Hallelujah. Yes. So Thank look, you, Jesus. Let me tell y'all, y'all women better get in. <laughs> they better get in that bathroom. They better look at themselves in the mirror and say, okay, let me push these up a little bit. Right. Let me put on something sexy yes. and get in here and uh, let this man yes. get an empty sack. Because yeah. I didn't already fill this stomach up with dinner tonight. Yeah. So, uh, I heard you say that the other day. I was, in, I was just in, I, I got to give him an empty sack. I said, wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Stacey, you believe that women should send their husbands to work with an empty sack? Yes. You understand what that means? In a full stomach. Hey, please tell me you understand what that means. <laughs> Wait a minute. She said, say it again. An empty sack an and empty a what? empty sack and a full stomach. Babe, what you think about that? Oh, I totally agree. Don't <laughs> <laughs> come over here and ask me what I think about it. <laughs> First of all, <laughs> okay. Yeah, because I'm telling you, like you said, the enemy smells yes. a sexless yes. marriage. Mm, so what it. he gonna do when you get into the office? Right. What what he gonna do you when you get into today. the gro what, what he gonna oh do when you God. get into the grocery store? Yes. Mm -hmm. and, and, this, and sex starts way before the bedroom. Oh, we don't right. CPR. When I say CPR, my wife had to teach me this. Now I'm gonna be honest with y'all. I was green. If y'all know what that means, I was naive because I wasn't taught this. I didn't see it growing up. So I thought intimacy was sex. 
mm-hmm, physical mm-hmm, sex. Mm-hmm. Come on, talk. My wife had to coach me. And if you're not a good coach, get the help. Mm-hmm. But she had to coach me that I just don't want to hear this when you want something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So for now, for almost 12 years of our marriage, man, my wife don't go without hearing me say I love you. Mm. You look beautiful. I don't care what you look like. You Ooh. beautiful to me. Oh, baby, you smell so good. Ooh, and she really y'all. do. She, <laughs> she, she smells like angel kisses. <laughs> yes, uh, <laughs> He'll text me like, baby, I can still smell you. Yes. I'm like, yes. Let me tell y'all, y'all better know how to hype your better hype your bestie up. Hype your bestie up. Yeah, you better hype your bestie up. You better know how to hype your bestie up. And I'm telling you, when, when my family tells me that, man, Stacy talks to you and makes you feel like King Kong, she's not lying. Mm. She is. They are not lying. When when my wife makes me feel like I can conquer anything, mm. and mm. and I know I can because I have her backing me. Yeah. yeah. So even if I think I'm a failure, no, you keep going. And that's what it's about, man. So that's why I can look at my wife and say, babe, I can see you're tired. I'm good tonight. Yeah. You know, we yeah. wrote CPR for marriages because we don't want marriages to walk through what we walk through. Yes. Mm-hmm. We didn't want marriages to hmm. want to heal, yeah. but don't know how to heal oh, wow. mm-hmm. and don't know how to get the help to heal. Yeah. You know, I didn't see marriages growing up. And so I didn't know how to come into this thing being his wife. Mm-hmm. I didn't. So I, we needed our coaches, our counselors to help us. And they are still to this day, like he said, 13 years later, they're still yeah. our counselors. Yep, That's awesome. And when we talk about, you know, CPR for marriages, we knew that our marriage at one point was on his deathbed. Mm. And if we did not do something about it, we mm. had a choice to make in it. Mm-hmm. Our marriage was, we were, I was one foot. I was one foot outside of divorce court. He was already up there with the judge. Yeah, I was already like, okay. <laughs> He was already up there with the judge, waiting for the judge to make a decision. I'm like, look, she and done like, this twice she before. So, look, you know. she only got one foot in, yeah. but you know, hey. You know, and it was simply because I had some things that I needed to heal from. Mm-hmm. And I had to own it. But I also had to own my relationship with Christ, too. Yeah. That's good. So that Christ could help transform me from that what I was to what he was calling me to be. Yeah. And we we would tell our couples that divorce is not an option because it's easy to get Mm -hmm. divorced. But if you can work your way through the issues, then that's when true transformation begins. I love how Stacy probably once every two weeks will ask me, how can I love you better? We were at the park just the other day and we did a quick little makeshift picnic. We went out to the park, just people watching and we went and got some tacos and sat out for a minute and he looks at me, he goes, how can I love you better? Yeah. And I had to think about it because he loves me really. It take you long to answer. <laughs> <laughs> but he loves me really good. Tell, go on and tell him what, what, you, what your answer was. My, this particular time, my response was, I did have to think about it, um, was that his facial expressions, mm. that I read so much into his facial expressions mm-hmm. and I wish that I could, because I know what he's thinking, because it's going to show up on his face. And I was like, babe, I'll ask you something and you'll look at me like I'm getting on your nerves. And mm-hmm. I know I'm probably getting on your nerves because you're thinking it and it's coming out of your mouth. Nothing. Mm-hmm. But I need you to change that or tell me that I'm getting on your nerves. 
And my response was, Tell your response. Joaquin, I said that, baby, I, I get it. I can't hide my facial expressions. You know, I, I communicate non-verbally with mm -hmm. my face. If I'm upset about something, something bothers me, it's going to, my staff gets on me at church like, Pastor, we knew you didn't like that skit because your face frowned up. <laughs> and I told her this. I said, babe, there's a lot as a man that I'm processing at the moment that you may be saying something. And it's not that I'm offended by what you're asking me. I'm, I'm processing three or four things that have happened during the course of the day. Mm -hmm. And your question just came at that time. But what I'm going to try to do from here on is to separate what you're trying to say to me versus what I'm already processing in my head. Mm -hmm. So I'm glad you brought it to my attention. But it's those kinds of dialogue yes. Yes. that are necessary yes. for the health of your marriage. Yes. Mm -hmm. Whereas you, some people go through marriage and they just go to that default of what's wrong? That, no, right. mm -hmm. Knowing that it is something. And you swallow all of this stuff. And before you know it, it sets up resentment between the two of you and there's a wedge. Yes. It, it keeps, it keeps it getting keeps larger getting... and larger yes. and larger until you're at divorce court. Yep. Mm -hmm. and, then, and then people say, I love them, but we just can't make it together. No, And I always tell people, love does not just hold a marriage together. Mm -mm. But if I'm receiving CPR, mm. she has to be the one giving it. Mm. Mm -hmm. We both have to be working in this thing, whether I'm receiving it or she's giving it or vice versa. So guess what? I have to know what to do for her. Wow. And, and facial expressions. I'm horrible with facial expressions. But this is what I told my <laughs> wife. And this is, this is about 10 years ago. She said, she read my face and said, you know what? I'm going to just shut up. I'm going to stop talking. And it offended me. And I said, first of all, you're my wife. Don't you ever say you're going to shut up talking to me. I said, stop. always talk to me, be with me, but do me a favor. Allow me to process and then allow me to respond. Mm -hmm. Don't read my facial expressions. Mm -hmm. I said, my facial expressions are not as important as what you have to say. Mm -hmm. Let me process it. And mm -hmm. then let me apologize for my facial expressions. So now, if we're doing a session or we're doing anything, my wife has a thing, she looks at me and she's like, <laughs> now, I'm looking like this, I'm like, hey man, hey man, I think we need, I think me and you need to go get some Botox in our face. <laughs> No, because they're going to be looking like, they're going to be looking like this oh all the time. Like, Why <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, this is the thing. I have to be receptive to her growing me. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And despite, despite how I'm feeling, put your feelings aside. Mm -hmm. Man, my feelings have nothing to do with me being a husband. When it comes to being, grown, being groomed, it's going to hurt. Yeah. Yeah. I go to the gym to grow. Mm -hmm. So why don't I want to grow? And I drive to the gym. I waste gas. I pay a membership. Mm. Just to go to a gym yeah. and spend some hours mm -hmm. to grow. Even if I need a spot, I ask a stranger, hey man, do you mind spotting me? But I get to my marriage and say, yeah. That's crazy that you say that. I was, I was teasing you because I heard Stacy teasing you the other day about some pants she bought you. And she's like, <laughs> Baby, when you get when you get fine, they really gonna look good. And I was like, wait a minute. You came through the door looking like a, the incredible hook all cut up and, <laughs> and ripped up. Like you, you know, been on some some peptides or something. <laughs> and I said, "What is she talking about?" And I knew then that she was just joking with you about about your outfit. But you made a great point that what the gym and working out is to the body is what communication and sex and love and intimacy is to, to your marriage. marriage. So, so why would you invest all of that for your outer body, but not invest that in your inner body for your marriage? And I think the investment. You know, we tell couples all the time in our Eden Circle, we have a, a, a mentor group 
where we're like, you have to invest in your marriage. Yes. That's it. You know, mm-hmm. whether it's a retreat, whether it's counseling, whether it's a webinar, if you get out of it what you put into it. That's yes, it. And you have to be intentional. intentional. Going back to CPR and before the compressions, you have to place your fingers in a certain place to find mm-hmm. out exactly where yeah. you do the compressions. Because if you place them in the wrong place, you can kill your spouse. Mm-hmm. So it has Jesus. to be intentional. Mm-hmm. Every pump, every placement is intentional. Y'all, let's talk about that real quick. Baby, where do you think some of the placements are that are detrimental? People are hurting more than they're helping. What are some of those pressure points that we should avoid in marriage, pressing in on the wrong thing? The lack of communication is an easy one. Mm-hmm. For, I would start off saying the lack of communication because they don't know how to communicate to one another. And I would be the first to say we as women are difficult because we change what hap- what made us talk last week or what we were interested in yesterday may not be the same as today. Mm -hmm. And so it is our responsibility to talk to our spouses and let them know what we need. And I would add this to your point of communication. Mm -hmm. When you communicate wrongly. Oh, absolutely, yes. Mm -hmm. When you say stuff like, you always, you never. When you say, when you overgeneralize, you use, you always do this. You never, it's like as as a spouse, when you hear that, it makes you want to shut down. Yes. Mm-hmm. It makes you want to get defensive. Mm-hmm. I always, I did A, B, C, D, D, and then it makes, and, and I've done this, I've been notorious about this, I'll start reminding her of all the stuff <laughs> that I've done, mm-hmm. and she's like, you ain't got to remind me. <laughs> <laughs> But what got me going, though, was when she started with, you always. And so she had to make change that correction. She had to change, change her language. language. And I had to change my response mm-hmm. to feeling like I had to defend myself. Right. Yes. And just understand that what she was saying in that moment was, I would like for you to do this. Mm-hmm. So as opposed to going chasing rabbits mm-hmm. about what I've done in the past, let's stay right here. Yeah. Let's talk about this one moment right. where you felt like I didn't meet your expectation. Mm-hmm. And in marriage, an offense is an expectation that has not been communicated and left unresolved. Right. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Yep. And when you yep. allow offenses to set up in your marriage, mm-hmm. it's the death toll. Yep. Yep. Because what happens with offenses that are unresolved is that it causes the heart to grow cold. 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 And hard. Mm-hmm. David said, when I said I was not going to speak on it, my heart, he said, my bones waxed old mm-hmm. and my heart grew cold. Yes. In other words, disease set up in David's body because he refused to speak on what it was that was in his heart. Yes. And, and that's, that's what happens here. Yes. Yes. And, we, and we, challenge, we challenge people individually for your marriage. Your marriage is made up of two individuals who need to get better all the time. The same thing my wife is doing CPR on me for is not the same thing I probably doing CPR on her for. Mm-hmm. But if both of them affect the marriage. Mm-hmm. My wife, I, this is what I tell her, and she knows I'm notorious for it. I don't allow something to slide. I don't care if we're at church or a gala or a birthday party, but there's a way you approach it. Approach there's a way you deliver it. Mm-hmm. I deliver it with love because this is what I know. Her intentions aren't to hurt me or hurt the marriage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
But whatever she did do didn't sit well with me. It's my job to explain it to her, hey, this is how they made me feel. Mm -hmm. Wow. I know you didn't mean it, but this is how it made me feel. Yeah. Give her the opportunity to fix it. And one thing about it, when, when your spouse brings something to you, stop making excuses why you did it. Mm. Mm -hmm. Just accept it. Have yeah. ownership for it. Yeah. I don't use I and we when, when we talk to each other. I say, babe, I think our marriage can grow if we can do a better job at this. And mm -hmm. I need to do a better job starting it, okay? Wow. Mm -hmm. It's always we, us, our. We get them back to the marriage as opposed to from an individual standpoint. And when you talk about those things where you got to position it and what are those positions that could cause death, you think about insecurities, mm -hmm. triggers. Mm -hmm. If you don't know those things that trigger your spouse. You've got to know what triggers them so that you don't hit those landmines. Mm -hmm. You also got to know insecurities. Are you the one that's speaking these insecurities into your spouse? And how do you fix that? Yeah. As opposed to speaking life. Mm -hmm. Again, breathing life back into your spouse is a critical part of knowing CPR. And remember, to be CPR certified, you got to take the class. For yeah. It. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. you got to take the class yes. to become CPR certified. So that you will know if you have to dial 911 and dialing 911 is picking up that phone to call your counselor or your coaches. Okay? 911. But when you dial, before you dial 911, they're going to automatically ask you, have you done CPR? Wow. Have you even started the process? Yeah. But do you even know what that looks like? Mm -hmm. Here's a question for your marriage. Have you done CPR? Does your marriage need CPR? Mm -hmm. If you're not communicating, you need CPR. Yes. Yes. If you have a sexless marriage, you need CPR. Yes. If y'all not dating, mm -hmm. you need CPR. If you're not spending quality time with so each other, you need CPR. Yeah. If you've been married for a long time and you've gotten in a rut, you, you need, need CPR. CPR. <laughs> <laughs> so listen, on May, I'm looking at my calendar, man. I want to make sure I got these dates right. On May the 19th and, and the 20th, yep. we are going to be with the Lopers. They're coming yes. to Memphis. They come all the way from Birmingham, Alabama. Yes, we are. And they're coming to Memphis, Tennessee. And if you're in this region, you need to come to this CPR marriage retreat. This intensive is going to bless you. We're going to hang out Friday night. Yes. We got a VIP package where you're going to eat and listen to smooth jazz. We're going to have some... Some some drinker drinks. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna have a good time Friday night, and then Saturday it's about doing the work. Yes, we're gonna have a workshop that morning from nine to four. It's gonna be amazing. And so, listen, you can go to Eventbrite. Can y'all look in the camera and tell couples why they need to register for the CPR Marriage Conference? Because Not just because we're gonna be there. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because we're gonna be there. Okay. Right, 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 right. <laughs> um, seriously, be there because. We have some important information of a 15-year marriage, 18-year relationship that you can get in one night that can truly impact the rest of your life. You need CPR. You need to come to this conference because you want love, laughter, and hope to be a huge part of your marriage so that it can be healthy, happy, and full of sex. Amen. Yes. Period. <laughs> Hallelujah. Naked and unashamed. That's right. <laughs> huh? Huh? Look, I, I was talking to, to Joaquin about my, my book, Naked and Unashamed, and um, I was telling him about some of the good and the bad that came out of it, but more good than bad. He said, he said Pastor Spencer, I read that book twice. <laughs> read it twice. <laughs> read it twice. So, man, yeah. I thank you for reading my book. And we're going to be there with the Lopers. We're going to have a yes. session where we break up and talk to the men and talk to the women. Yes. Yes. My wife, 
and, and Stacy are going to be talking together. I'm going to be talking to Brother Joaquin, and we're going to be talking together. It's going to be an amazing weekend. Yes, yes it is. So you can go to Eventbrite and register. That link will be up. Uh, it's up right now. You can go register. And uh, I'm excited, y'all. Yes. We are I'm too. so excited. So excited. I feel like we don't... We done met our twins. Y'all are a joy to be around. Thank you. And uh, we're excited about what God is doing in your ministry. Thank you. Y'all have, as 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 the kids from the hood would say, y'all done blowed up. We done blew blew up. We done blown up. (laughs) But I'm so proud of you. When I see your light, I'm reminded of, of the of the gift of God allowing our paths to cross yes. at New Direction Christian Church. And I'm glad that God has brought it, as you said, brother, brought us full, full circle. circle. And uh, who knows where God will take us from here. But we look forward to y'all being back on May 19th yes, and the sir. 20th. Tell your peoples now. Oh, we, oh, we got you. Y'all come and see us. We're going to have a good time. Yes. Go register. And if you got any questions, put them in the comments. Uh, we'll circle back. They, they can circle back and answer some questions. Type them in the comments. And we'll be glad to hit you up. Any y'all want to tell them where they can contact y'all? At blendedandwinning at gmail.com. Blendedandwinning at gmail.com or our website, blendedandwinning.com. Amen. Y'all already know where we at. Dr. Stacey L. Spencer at gmail.com or on our YouTube channel, uh, Dr. Stacey L. Spencer, and under our channel, Strengthening Love and Sex. Joaquin, Stacy, thank y'all. Oh, thank you. All. This has been so amazing. And congratulations on that grandbaby. Yes. Don't spoil oh, yes. it too much. I'm not gonna make no problem. I'm promise. gonna call you for notes. <laughs> thank you, sis. Thank you so much. It is for our pleasure. Us. It's an yes. honor. Thank God bless you guys. Listen, go to our podcast and and subscribe. Go to um, Spotify. Go to Apple, Google. We're on all the social, mm-hmm. all the podcast platforms. And if this was a blessing, please share this with your constituents, your family, your friends, people who want to strengthen love and sex in their marriage. And we'll see you on May the 19th and the 20th 20th. at New Direction Christian Church. Go register today. Y'all, thank you so much. Our pleasure. Awesome. Awesome. Just takes a little effort, we can work it out. These things go hand in hand, know what I'm talking about. And we have one without the other, one without the other, yeah. One without the other, one without the other, yeah. We made it through the test, strengthening love and sex. We made it through the test.